It's continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. And my name's Paul Drinkwater. And my name's Mark Stamper. Oh, and you're being treated to a crystal clear episode this week. Yes, <laughs> yes. No more, no more, no more crackliness and um, crackling and, and crackly bits. <laughs> no, no more back to uh, episode one. No, no, that's it. No more flashbacks. Yeah. You can all safely come out of the cupboards. Well, every... <laughs> I thought you used the closet. <laughs> well, everybody has a flashback episode now and then, though, don't they? That's the thing. Even Star Trek had it. Yeah. That's the thing. And uh, it was awful. It was. <laughs> Though saying that, ours wasn't. No, no, because <laughs> we weren't using clips of other episodes to make up one episode. That's the thing. We may have been poor, uh, poor on the sound quality, but at least we was fresh in the uh, ideas department. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought I thought it was good on content. So uh, yeah, we made we made up for uh, some of the uh, technical issues we had. Yeah. That's the thing. It, our listeners have uh, <laughs> uh, confirmed to us that don't worry, it didn't matter. They all enjoyed the episode anyway. Ah, yeah. uh, great. But yes, we're back in the studio now because my boiler has been fixed. Hooray! You're not swimming anymore. No, no, no. Well, I wasn't quite swimming, but it was just getting more and more and more. Every si- The first six hours when it first started leaking, it, it leaked a litre of water. And then three days later, in six hours, it was leaking five litres of water. And I was just expecting at any second for it to just go bang and... Waterfall. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad somebody got those sound effects. To be honest with <laughs> I love your sound effects. It, it just brings a spark to, to the pod. It really does. <coughs> Thank you. Oh, dear. So, oh, have you been bu- still as busy as ever at work, Paul? Ridiculous. I didn't get out until four o'clock today. Oh, poor I'm meant to finish at two. Yeah. Um, Paul sits there and complains that he... Fin- it starts at six, at uh, 6.30, rather, and finishes at two. Poor... Hey, look, I do a seven and a half hour day like most other people. I could do nine till whenever, or, but I choose to get up early so I have a little bit of an afternoon. Paul, I'm playing the world's smallest violin just... <laughs> must be why I can't hear it. <laughs> Either that or it's because I just shoved it out. <laughs> oh, and how about yourself, Mark? You been busy? Oh, always busy, yeah. Busy, busy with work, busy with kids. And uh, But nice thing is, um, I've got tomorrow off, so uh, it's a nice early start to the weekend for me. Oh, they rub it in, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Excellent. What about your work, mate? 
Well, uh, actually, it's been going pretty well because, uh, as some people know, I'm a bus driver. So, uh, but I've been on plenty of school runs for the past year, and uh, we just got a new contract for uh, like doing tours at the Harry Potter uh, Legion Studios tour. So uh, I'm going to be doing that from now on. So from the 19th of March. And if anybody looks so, on the website and sees your picture, you do look a little bit like Hagrid. You get. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't grow a beard. You're just trying to rub it in. You wait till I get an episode, a copy of Photoshop running up on my computer. I'm going to superimpose your head on him and then upload it on the website. Yeah, and then I'll be, look at that beard. Yeah. I've been dying for years to grow a beard, but no. As to no avail, I can only grow bumpler. Well, you think yourself lucky. It's a pain in the arse having to shave every other day. Yeah. Uh, and I've got such sensitive the, um, well. There was there was some of us in the office grew tashes for November last year. So there was eleven of us in the office had some really uh, dodgy mustaches. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I might do that next year. <laughs> I, yeah, we raised two and a half grand as well. So why me? Well done, That's guys. Jesus, man. That's a good game. What was uh, was that for? Comic relief or? It's uh, well, it's November, so it's for uh, prostate and testicular cancer. So it's a male cancer thing. <coughs> oh, no. So, um, so yeah. my company, so there was eleven of us, um, said we were going to do it, and the company said, well, we'll match uh, anything you make up to a thousand pounds. So we got about fifteen hundred quid between us, and my company threw in uh, another thousand pounds. So yeah, real result. Mm. Lovely job. Oh, excellent. No, uh, well, no, and uh, to be honest. Uh, speaking of trying to raise money, uh, I think we're getting closer to actually um, like unveiling some of our plans for the uh, uh, trying to raise money for our convention next year, Mark. Marvelous. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're getting there. Like the ideas are starting to form, and uh, all we need to do because we've got a little bit of a feat on our hands, but we uh, we need to try and raise fifteen hundred pounds. Uh, to get the deposit for the uh, hall and a couple of other bits as well. So I uh, I, th- I think it's perfectly doable. I think that's doable. I think okay. that is achievable. Yeah, and uh, so... I'm going to sell my body. Get on it, Paul. Don't just talk about <laughs> it. Hurry up. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting licensing, Lord. <laughs> getting, getting through it. Oh, I do. So, but no, we're going to uh, keep all of our listeners up to date because... It, I think it's only duly fair that we bring a decent Star Trek convention to our shores. It would be nice to go to Star Trek. So yeah, that, that would be really cool. Yeah, so if anyone's listened to previous podcasts and think that it was just a fleeting thought that's come and gone, don't worry, behind the scenes, uh, the cogs are still turning. So uh, you uh, you will be kept fully up to date. Okay, and uh, after everyone uh, catching up, I, I suppose it's time for this. Time for Trek News on the Trekmate Podcast. Yes, time for the news. Well, I've got quite an interesting bit here, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, a bit of Star Trek sci-fi is on the verge of becoming reality. This time it's Geordie LaForge's visor. Oh. Yes, which enabled the blind character to see on Star Trek The Next Generation. It's actually close to becoming a practical device. The sensory substitution device, created 20 years ago by the Dutch researcher Dr. Peter Major, employs an algorithm to translate the appearance and position of an object into distinct tones. Now, an Israeli group of scientists at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, 
led by Dr. Amir Amidi, have built upon Dr. Nija's initial work and developed a prototype that essentially hacks the brain's cortex non-invasively and allows a congenitally blind wearer to interpret a soundscape, enabling him to see the position, shape and location of a person, object or even letters and written words, which I thought was rather... um, To be honest, that is so impressive. Yeah. Um, According to Dr. Amidi, writing in the latest issue of Zebral Cortex, sounds which represent vision can not only activate the visual cortex of people who have never previously seen, but they do so in a manner organised according to the large-scale organisation and segregation of the two visual processing streams. As Dr. Amidi noted in a statement, the brain is not a sensory machine, although it often looks like one. It's a task machine. So, it looks like a visor's on the way. To be honest... Wow. How, how amazing is that? Really is cool. And, and there's a picture of it on here, and it just looks like a pair of sunglasses with a pair of headphones on and a little camera between the, on the nose. To, uh, to be honest, I would just say, look, uh, just make it like, look like Geordie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want glasses. <laughs> Give me a visor. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. But I, I mean, I, that's the only bit of news I had, but I thought Who? it was quite a big bit of news. That is amazing, because honestly... Uh, if you think about it, Next Gen was started 25 years ago. A science fiction writer came up with an idea 25 years ago. And now it's reality. Yeah. That is, nearly, yeah. That is absolutely amazing. <coughs> Why can't they do the same for the hoverboard? <laughs> I, did, I did actually see on the, on the news um, on the, a couple of days ago, they're going to be selling hoverboards. They're exact replicas of... Um, of the hoverboards oh, from Back oh, to the Future 2. They don't work, of course, um, but they look so cool. And I, I, loved, I loved that movie when I was a teenager when it came out. I was obsessed with that movie, and I was just thinking, wow, I've got, I, I might have to pick one of those up. Oh, I've definitely. got somebody sitting in front of me who was obsessed with it as well. I have probably... I have no exaggeration. I have no doubt in my mind that I've watched all three films at least 100 times each. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably have as well. And I, I just loved... I love that whole the whole the hoverboards. I really wanted those Nike boots. Yes. Um, Did you see so cool. in America recently? They uh, uh, Nike actually released a limited edition run of the. Uh, I did. Yeah, boots. I did. Yeah. I don't know what they went for in terms of because uh, uh, they cash, were, but I bet it was quite a lot. Because that? no, they were to um, raise money for a charity. I can't remember what charity. They were actually um, auctioning each pair off on eBay. Oh, really? Uh, and they were literally going for thousands. They did they do themselves thousands. up in the film or something? It, they did have uh, self-fastening laces. Uh, and they had power laces. laces. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't have power laces this time around. Because uh, they actually referred to that when they got Christopher Lloyd to do a uh, uh, funny little advert for him as well. And they said, because uh, one guy goes to him, does it have the power laces? And he's gone, not till 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, so yeah, brilliant. Uh, also this week, uh, uh, IDW, the uh, guys behind all of the Star Trek comics at the moment, uh, announced that they are uh, in May going to be bringing a Star Trek The Next Generation Doctor Who crossover comic. Oh, I heard something about that. Yeah, I saw that. To be honest, I, I love the comics, and I've been reading all of the uh, latest ones, like the... Uh, the uh, remake, uh, like the follow-on from the films, which have been really good. Also, the Legion of Superheroes crossover with the DC characters—that's actually been quite enjoyable. So I'm looking forward to it because uh, with the comics, 
obviously they're not canon. Don't go in there expecting pure Trek, but they are good fun, and I really enjoy it. And I, uh, I really like the uh, uh, artwork on them as well. So uh, the, that will be coming out. They're going to be calling that uh, Assimilation Squared. <laughs> You can imagine. Yeah, I'm not really a I'm not really a Doctor Who fan, so. Yeah. You can imagine the Enterprise flying along the old and Wolf going, "Oh, Captain, I'm picking up something on sensors." And he puts it on screen. It's this thing going, hey, "Exterminate! Exterminate!" He's just gonna go, "What?" Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you realise you've got something coming out your bin can? <laughs> be interesting to see the Borg take on the Daleks, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think it'll damage them a little bit, downgrade them or something. <laughs> Let's face it. Either that or the Daleks will go, Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, this week, uh, Paramount uh, announced that they're teaming with uh, Bandai Namco uh, to make the uh, Star Trek, uh, like the movie universe game, uh, which will be released in the first quarter of 2013. Ooh, what's so, the game? Uh, it's going to be, uh, to be honest, they haven't really announced. I would have thought it would include, like, uh, the uh, away missions <coughs> as well as ship missions as well. Oh, it's been a long but, time since a good Star Trek games come out. And it's going to be on all of the platforms and also uh, la- uh, the PCs as well. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, so you've got. Let's look forward to when the film's coming out next year. Oh, did, did you guys catch? Uh, I hadn't actually seen it until I looked on TrekMovie.com the other day and uh, saw uh, that there was there was going on about this film, uh, this movie uh, going viral on YouTube called What's in Spock's uh, Scanner. No. No? Oh, dear, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna link it on our website on the uh, video vault because it is so funny. Because this one was actually part three, but it is well worth a watch. It's like, you know when Spock always looks into his scanner? Yeah, pulls it out. Yeah, the little sort of, uh, little, it looks a bit like a microscope. He's looking down into it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the old, uh, like, almost a bit like the Nintendo Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, <coughs> yeah, um, uh, literally, it's so funny because when he looks in there, it's like uh, Spacebook, like Facebook. Oh, <laughs> And it's all the crew interacting and sending clips of stuff to each other. And it is so funny. I love it. It really is funny. I'll, I'm gonna for anyone who hasn't seen it, go onto our video vault. I'm gonna link it on there because it is well, well worth a watch. Oh dear! And also uh, this week came out uh, issue five of uh, Star Trek Legion of Superheroes as well to go back to uh, the comics news as well. So just in case anyone's interested there, but I have heard some uh, good news from the uh, sets. Everyone's still. Uh, enjoying themselves, reckoning that it's going well. Good, 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 good. And also, uh, the uh, uh, the actors reckon that they've had a lot of uh, input with regards to uh, certain changes in the script, like for their characters and stuff. So uh, it's nice that they're paying attention to what the actors have to say, because who knows the character better? Yeah, yeah. Oh dear, so that is good. Uh, but other than that, it's not been a huge week for news. No. Not been a huge week, but I but think... But what has been there, I think, has been quite substantial. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh dear, so uh, since there isn't no more news, uh, let's go to this. Enterprise, Lieutenant Uhura here. Hey, Back for email. 
Yes, it's that time again for the emails. Um, I've got one up here first, so I'll, uh, let's have a look at this one. Uh, this one's from Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, Hello, Trekmate. Wayne, you were right. I have been uh, been busy, busy, busy. Midterm exam time. See, I told you she hadn't forgotten about her. No, how could she? Yeah, I've seen from her tweets, she's, um, yeah, she's pretty busy. Yeah. She is. Um, and she puts, Glad to hear that my comments and I are missed. Trust me, you'll get your fill with this email. So, once again, here are combined notes. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 10, I would love to live in a Trek flat. Flats in quotes, and it says, the quotes denote usage of a British term that I would never usually use. Well, what do they call it in America? It, it's an apartment, Paul. Yeah. It's an apartment. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I, I was going to make a point, but I think I'll save it until we've ended this section of our email. You could take is that me? No. Oh, okay. No, don't worry. <laughs> um, Paul's idea of a dumb waiter that works kind of like a replication is brilliant. If I ever win the lottery, I'll make that a reality. No, so would I. Well, yeah, I would as well. Makes, I'd love that. He doesn't, it does mm. make sense. Um, since apparently I don't give you enough attention, Paul, here's an extra comment for you. See, Paul, everyone Aww. wants to stroke your ego. Oh, what can I say? Thank <laughs> you. Hang on, what did she say first? Well, where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Your chewy impression is priceless. Makes me smile every time. But do try to avoid Yoda impressions. <laughs> you can't blame her. No, I can't either. That was bloody awful, my Yoda impression. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think it was too bad. Oh, I did. <laughs> Mark, I think you're being too kind. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Which worries me, because it probably means you give me horrible questions later on. She puts, <laughs> <laughs> um, the reunion convention is in Canada. Road trip. Hopefully the dates won't interfere with anything. Uh, Jackman, you're going to have to report back to us. Photos, photos. Oh, take me with you. Just give me a plane ticket. I'll come out. I'll come and join you. I'm very uh, cost-effective and cheap. He's not that bad. You only have to like pay for his ticket. He pays for his own food. I do, and I sleep at the end of your bed, just like a little tribble, purring away. Yes, I I, I just won't. I'll make sure I won't replicate his cookies later. That's the thing. You've just got to make sure you don't feed him after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get him wet. Uh, last note on this, this episode, you said saying Z instead of Z made my day. Is Z just an American thing, or is it mixed all around the world? Well, okay, this, the, this is the point I was going to make earlier. Paul. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Unfortunately, Jacqueline, I'm, I'm not trying to alienate anyone. I love our listeners from all around the world, because you guys really do contribute and make us what we are. However... The English language that everybody speaks worldwide was created by the English. <laughs> it's not our fault that some of our colonies have bastardised the damn thing. Yeah, you colonial upstarts, you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it should be zebra, not <coughs> zebra. Sounds like a German looking at a topless woman shouting, "Where's zebra?" <laughs> Although I think isn't isn't Z just an American thing? Doesn't uh, they say Z in Canada? Uh, well, my my boss is Canadian, and she and she says that, although she's lived lived here for quite a while. But but if Jacqueline's saying is Z an American thing, she obviously says Z as well. Oh. Maybe it's, if you're listening, you can put on Twitter and let us. Unless know. maybe you just live close enough to the border that it's contaminated. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to wait and Z. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> oh dear Paul off topic moving on she says episode 11 a Trekmate Delta Quadrant crossover again would be awesome as you know from my many tweets hopefully a lot of listeners feel the same way just remember Wayne somebody will notice your scientific mistakes I knew it I said they would Paul you didn't even notice it was me afterwards that turned around and said 
bollocks, I've got that wrong. <laughs> but I, I always suspected. And the thing was, it was like, oh, well, don't worry, no one will notice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jack. Yes. <laughs> but still, uh, yeah, no, the uh, Delta Quadrant guys have been talking about having us over as, uh, again, so uh, I'm sure we can, uh, we was just going to try and time it for a, a better episode, I think, this time around. <laughs> Um, she follows on with during your topic of the week you kind of went off at a tangent well that's not like us is it no we don't do that no no, no. <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> rubbish uh, you kind of went off at a tangent about Seven ending up with Chakotay uh, and how she really belonged with the doctor which she did she really did there's no arguing that no not at all um, I couldn't agree more they spent so much time building up the storyline around the doctor and Seven it's like they flipped the coin or something and decided to scrap all the progress they had made it just really irks me. It made no sense. No. It made no sense because they fitted so well together. Yeah. Um, talking advertisements online quite often scare the living day out of me as well. You were not alone. Was that when the condom advert started playing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, because that live, did it? <laughs> it did. It did. I, I listened to it and uh, I thought, hang on a minute, he's left that bit in. That was funny. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I was going to cut it out, but then I listened to it and I thought, no, this is quite funny, actually. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened to that. Well, I'm going to have to listen to that back. I'm going to sound like a white wally. <laughs> and she's got, she put here are some memorable quotes. Um, the first one is, you can tell that he's a hologram because I wouldn't have been eating. That was you. Was that oh, me? That was you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one's Captain Bollocks. <laughs> I don't, uh, who said that? No, I think that I think that was me. Was <laughs> <laughs> that was me? That was me. Uh, and the next one's the famous crap monster. Me, uh, Wayne. Yeah, uh, that's Wayne. <laughs> this is going to be Wayne. You can really see the hamster falling off the wheel when Paul thinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. There's one more. Sorry. What's this one? Um, Lastly, way to fucking make the show explicit, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should really read these all the way through. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember you saying that. You could really see the hamster falling off the wheel when Paul thinks. Yeah, I did. It was during the trek off. It was during the trek off. You, you, you know, I could almost hear you sweating down the end of uh, down the end of the sky line. So yeah, you, you probably missed that completely. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked to the fall. <laughs> Anyway, she says, have a great week, live long and prosper always. Thanks very much, Jacqueline. Fantastic email. Thank you very much for that, Jacqueline. Always appreciate it. Don't pander, Paul. Don't pander. Don't pander. It wasn't. It was chewy. (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't read it out and then not do it. I I was thinking for ages. And I thought, oh, dear. And I'll tell you what, we've uh, just got an email from a new listener. Have we? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's from a gentleman named Tony Shelley, and he writes, uh, Dear Tribbles and Norsican, just came across your podcast. Like, who's the Tribble and who's the Norsican? Oh, you've got to be the Norsican. I would say you're more of a Tribble. Yeah, I'd say you're more of a Norsican. Yeah. Well, at least that's cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, just came across your podcast uh, last week, and I'm currently up to episode four. Uh, so he's uh, starting from number one. He's doing quite well, then. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, thought I would drop you boys an email just to say thanks for an entertaining show. I've been looking for a British Trek Down to Earth podcast for a while, but only found lazy, half-hearted attempts. Although the quality of recording needs some improvement, uh, uh, improvement, the format is excellent. Oh, listen to a few more. You'll, we, we get there. Yeah, yeah it's picking up. It's picking up. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, 
Ignore episode 10. Yes, yes. Well, don't ignore it. <laughs> Listen to it. No, just, no just episode take 11. 11. 11. Don't ignore it. Just, you know, just take mm-hmm. it as a, um, a cock-up. A throwback. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, a, yeah. Be- that's a better but word. But still, uh, but saying that, by the time that he hears this, his uh, request would have already been uh, fulfilled. So, that's it. We're, oh, we're, in that case, then, you're welcome. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually episode five that we got the new mics. Because yeah, that was the Christmas was. episode. Yeah. So yeah, no, there you go. You've got it already. <sighs> like the cube we are. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the uh, okay, no, and he also says, I'm re-watching some of the old Trek episodes as you review them and look forward to uh, entering the competition. Uh, Are you doing another one after the first ten weeks? (coughs) Yes, we are. Oh, yes. Yeah, we are. It's going to be starting up next week. Today's the uh, big, uh, grand uh, announcement of the winner. Oh! So, yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Uh, and then you can join in from next week, as so can everyone else. Because I'm sure by now everyone knows how to play, so they ain't got no excuse. No, none at all. Especially you, Mark. <laughs> I never had one entry. No, I didn't do too well. Especially some, some of the early ones on uh, Name That. They were really, really tough, I thought. I really struggled with some of those. So it did get a little bit easier as time went on. We um, but some of those early ones, they were they were so difficult. Well, there's lots to play for, isn't there? So you can't just give it away. Oh, yeah. And also, he turned around and said, I would like to know your thoughts on the Star Trek prequel comic, Countdown. Um, Paul doesn't read comics. No. Uh, yeah. Mark, did you ever read it? No. So, over to you, Wayne. It was very good. <laughs> 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 no, I, I did read them. I read them on my iPad. Uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't get like into the comic shop at that point any time, uh, so I had to uh, get it on my iPad. But no, it was really good. Re- I thought it was a really nice tie-in because it uh, all starts out in uh, the current time, and you see Data, Captain, and the Enterprise, and everything. So it is really good, really nice. And he says, "Give me a shout out, ahoy!" We just did. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <Hello. laughs> uh, Although of, you might you won't hear it for a few episodes if you're only on episode four. But saying that, the rate that he's going through them, give oh, it a few days. Yeah. Give it a few days, he'll be up to scratch. Cool, cool. So, uh, but saying that, then we introduce supplementals, so he's got even more to listen to. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit, of a bit, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. Okay, maybe next week. Yeah. Okay then. Well, when you do listen to this, Tony. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and he says, keep up the good work. Tony Shelley from Birmingham. Birmingham? Birmingham? <laughs> oh, I couldn't have any say Birmingham without going, Birmingham? <laughs> oh, dear. And we do have uh, one other email. Oh, do we? Cool. Yeah, it's from uh, Cena. Uh, ah, Queen Cat Blue. Queen Cat Blue. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and Paul, uh, listen to your latest three podcasts over the last two days. Enjoyed them very much. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Oh, dear. I liked your having Larry Nemechek on the pod. Loved his stories. However, I missed your interaction together and your segments seemed too short. I know you had to keep them short because of the length of the interview. He did talk. <laughs> <laughs> very, very enjoyable having him on the show, but he 
that man can talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. To be honest, I uh, I would love to have Larry back on the show. I've just got to be a bit tighter on the reins. Yes. But no, it, that's the thing. It was... It, I can understand where I you're coming from. I was grumpy the next morning. <laughs> yeah, Paul doesn't do well I, without I, sleep. I, I don't do tired at all. I'm really not. I'm very sensitive when it comes to my sleep. And Paul needs to be in bed normally by about half eight to be happy <laughs> the next day. Very lenient. I'm usually in bed by eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So that's the thing. Whenever I get pulled out recording, like, it's more when we're doing things with people in America that it hits you. Yeah, I think it's because I know that they're over there doing it. It's lunchtime. I'm sitting here going, oh, I want to go to bed. <laughs> you can sit there and jabber on as much as you want because you've still got like five hours of daylight left. <laughs> My bed's been calling me for forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but and he gets jump if I don't get there on time. <laughs> Gives me uncomfortable pillows and roughed up sheets. Paul? I'm sounding a bit pathetic now, aren't I? That's the thing. <laughs> the the world's smallest violin is playing for you again. Oh, you managed <laughs> to retrieve it then, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can understand because uh, we do. That's, I think that's what makes half of the show is the banter. <coughs> yes, is, is the banter between ourselves and Mark as well. So uh, I can understand where you're coming from. Uh, and she says, part of what I liked about your episodes is the obvious friendship and give and take you have together. Yes, he's always trying to give me things. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't say what. <laughs> it's just I'll go out the room sideways. Oh, dear. <laughs> she says, I enjoyed listening to Mark in both the Star Trek Five Remembering the Future episode and episode 11 where you discuss the Borg. Oh well, thank you, Cena. That's um, that's very nice of you. Thank well, you. we we enjoy having him on, so uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. No, absolutely not. And uh, he, uh, she also says, as I tweeted to you earlier this week, what is better than two Brits doing a Star Trek podcast? Sounds like the beginning of a joke. Three bits. <laughs> yeah, three Brits doing a Star. Oh Trek. yes, she did. Yes, yes. Bless her. Thank you for that. So thank you very much. Uh, she also said, I was uh, surprised at the low grade given to Star Trek V, although I do acknowledge it has been a few years since I've watched that movie. Maybe like you, Wayne, I would grade it very low once uh, viewing it through a critic's eye. I think the character moments may raise the movie to a three, though. What did you grade it to? Two. Two, Two yeah. Yeah. And it came out as I'll, I'll, I'll stand by every every negative point I've made about that movie. <laughs> to be honest, and I'm right there with you, Mark. I'm not backing down whatsoever. Uh, that's everyone to their own. I'm not saying that because did uh, did you like the uh, piece of music that I played at the end of that episode, Mark? Yeah, that was brilliant. I really <laughs> really enjoyed that. That was great. <laughs> Since you haven't listened to it, Paul, I'll tell you. I played uh, Rick Moyer's uh, song, Awful Episode. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, she also says, Paul, awesome job with getting the Data Tashi R question right and for winning the tiebreaker on the trek off. Oh, thank you. That was a, that was a really tense trek off last week, wasn't it? That was, that was down to the wire. Was, uh, that was a really good trek off. It were, the question was what uh, what did Data call Tasha? Oh yes, yes. yes. And, and it was like spe- uh, special, special, yeah. Also yeah, like it was special. Uh, and she says, even if special. even even if Wayne does think you pulled your answers out of your rear side, <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed her head off at that one. <laughs> uh, please thank Mark for adding to the mayhem. 
uh, and eagerly awaiting the next podcast, Cena, a.k.a. Queen Cat Blue. Oh, well, oh, well thank, thank you. That's, that's a lovely email. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. And it's, uh, I love to hear that everyone's enjoying having Mark on just as much as we're enjoying uh, having you with us as well, Mark. So, yeah, well, well, thank you. That's um, that's that's really nice to know. It's really reassuring that uh, people like me drone, <laughs> droning on. <laughs> that's the thing. We all we all want a little bit of reassurance every so often. <laughs> so no, we. Uh, uh, thank you so much for our emails this time, guys. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, when, uh, as as I uh, checked yesterday, I don't think we actually had any more five-star reviews on iTunes, but if anyone would be so kind as to give us any, uh, it really does help get us up the list. Yes, it does. As well. So very it, appreciative. Yeah, we'd be very appreciative, and we'd always uh, give everyone a shout-out and a big thank you for listening, uh, for uh, doing that for us as well. So uh, I suppose after that, it's time for this. And now it's time for the topic of the week on the Trekmate Podcast. Yep, it's time for the topic of the week. And, uh, topic of the week! We don't need you singing it anymore, Paul. Sorry, I, I was having trouble letting that one go. <laughs> <laughs> Rick sources us out. We don't <laughs> Hate mail now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, actually, this week I uh, opened up the doors and let uh, our good friend Mark choose the topic of the week. So, uh, what what is this week's topic, Mark? The topic uh, of the week is the Q. Excellent. Oh, dear. Uh, not I, just not just not just Q or Q or Q <laughs> or Q or the female Q, but the Q themselves. Yeah. And did you notice that Q is the same in English and in American? Yes, it is, Paul. That's it. <laughs> Just so that there's no confusion. <laughs> oh, dear. Actually, going back to the speaking differently, I'm glad that in Star Trek they use resistance is futile rather than futile. Yeah. Because futile just doesn't sound as threatening. It sounds like something you put on a cake. Would you like icing or futile? <laughs> oh, that's some futile, please. <laughs> anyway, that's not the cue, that's the ball. <laughs> we done that last week. Yeah. That's the thing, a time warp there. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, no, we're, we're going to be discussing the cue. So, uh, obviously, uh, our everyone's like most well-known cue is obviously Q. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> played by John Delancey. Oh, he, 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 he plays that part so well, doesn't he? He really is. Um, he was fantastic as Q. Great actor. Do you know what? I was so happy that they um, tied up both ends of the series with him. Yeah. It was a perfect way to, um, yeah, just to start and finish. Same courtroom. Yeah. I, it was such a brilliant thing. But also, the Q... It's hard to tell at times, because obviously at first, Q seemed very uh, threatening, very invasive, very... Uh, he didn't want humanity going anywhere, doing anything. But over the years, he uh, you saw, especially with regards to his relationship with Picard, like really growing, and like he really become fond. Yeah, I mean, in the, I mean, Picard hated him for the first couple of series, but I think in the end there was a not a 
not a hatred so much, but more of a just sort of a, oh, it's you again, is it? You again, yeah. Here I you are causing trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, but he, uh, that's the thing. I really uh, doubt that Q, in the, in, when you first meet him, <coughs> he's obviously very down on us humans. But I think he really did have a soft spot for uh, for the human race. I think I think they were um, they were interested in, in humanity, weren't they? Because it's in hide and queue. So the episode in the first season where they offer <coughs> excuse me, they offer Riker the powers of the queue. Yes. And um, he, you know he talks about they're interested in the, the human capacity for exploration, and you know it's something that they're interested in because the queue themselves. They were so old. They were such an ancient species that they'd they'd been everywhere. They'd done everything, and they, you know their whole civilization had, had you know basically stagnated for millions or even billions of years. And you know they were fascinated with the, the human desire to explore and improve themselves. And you know they they saw that that was something that that would continue over the years, and that one day the, the you know humanity may even surpass uh, surpass the queue the queue themselves. And that was uh, really shown as well in the uh, some of the Voyager episodes. Yeah, as yeah. well that they uh, really had like, almost become like a species that had just come to a standstill. Yeah, there's some there's some really good. Um, you know, one of my favourite episodes from Voyager, and definitely one of my favourite is Death Wish, mm-hmm. where where we meet where we meet Quinn, and that's the first time we we get to go into the continuum, um, and obviously. You know, for anyone who hasn't seen it, they they represent the continuum in a way that humans could understand, and it's it's a really nice representation of of, of what it's like to be a Q, um, having the, having the road in the desert, and you walk up, and they've got this old this old shack, haven't they? But there's some nice, really nice symbolism and, and some nice images around there because you've got you've got the clock without any hands, mm-hmm. representing that there's no there's no time for the Q. And there's a, there's a guy there playing on a um, on a pinball machine with a galaxy, and people are playing croquet with planets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's just really nice way to to represent to humans what what it's like to be a Q. Yeah, because that's the thing. They even uh, say that in the episode. They because uh, uh, Janeway's like, uh, this is the continuum. He's like, no, this is a representation so that your like feeble human mind can yeah. understand. Yeah, because the, the Q are you know that's one of the things I like about them because. There's a lot of the aliens in Star Trek. They're just like humans. They've just got, you know, a Cornish pasty stuck on their head, and they they talk a little bit funny. But with the Q, they are completely alien. They are so so different to humans, and they they are just so much more advanced <coughs> that they are mysterious. And that's well, that's one of the good things about them is that, mm-hmm. you know, when we visited the Continuum, we we saw things in in they had to represent things in completely different ways because our minds just wouldn't be able to understand what we were seeing. And to be honest, it's it's almost like really uh, representative of what you could almost call as like a god figure. Yeah. As well. Yeah, their powers would seem. Um, well, they can do everything, can't they? Flick the finger. Seem, the seeming, seemingly, they can do everything, and you know, it reminds me. Um, one of my favourite sci-fi authors is Arthur C. Clarke, and one of his quotes is that. Um, oh, let me try and get it right. Any sufficiently advanced technology would be indistinguishable from magic. Um, and that's, you know, everything that the Q could do would seem purely godlike or like magic to us. They can freeze time, they can 
change the gravitational constant of the universe. They can do what would seem to be, you know, almost anything to us. But then Q would often say, oh, you know, we're omnipotent. But then you find out from Quinn that the Q themselves, they're not actually omnipotent, despite what they'd like you to believe. They're just incredibly advanced. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and that's something, that's something you discover later, of course, when, when the, the Q have the, the civil war. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not completely indestructible because they've managed to invent weapons, haven't they, that can, can actually kill a Q. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. And I, uh, to be honest, uh, the whole civil war idea I thought was really interesting. What series was that in? Voyager. In season, was it three? Oh, that's good then, because I was just thinking that I'd blanked out a load of next gen. <laughs> no, that was Voyager. Oh, good. No, there's some, there's some really good Q episodes there, yeah. Is it John yeah. in Q? In... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still there. Jolly, jolly, good. Oh, okay. And that's the thing. I thought... I don't understand why they had to use the actual American Civil War. Well, they're American. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah, something the American it's, audience would understand. They could have done it like a Klingon Civil War, couldn't they, or something? Or, or a Cardassian Civil War, or somebody else's Civil War. Yeah, I, I think that was maybe a bit narrow-minded to think that uh, the audience would need that sort of... Uh, like sort of pandering to understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure most people would have got the idea. Yeah. But then <laughs> again, yeah, they, they got to wear nice costumes, didn't they? Yeah, and Q's always had that interest in the Cubans and, and, yeah. and stuff. So. And the, the, the Q always seemed to have these... Um, there was just one thing I was thinking about. They seem to love games, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, they Q, do. Q, Q, or John Delancey as Q himself, he would he would love to dress up in costumes and, and become a different mm. character. He always yeah. do that. And yeah. I guess, you know, they would always have some, some silly game going on. So they would, um, it's in, uh, oh, what's the episode? With Robin Hood and they, they go to Sherwood Forest. Um, oh, um, that it was, it, oh, wait. Oh, no, that Deja Q was when he got his powers taken away. That's right. Uh, it was. What was it called? Uh, no, I'm not a merry man. Cupid. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cupid. Yes, of course. Um, so, so they they really love to play games, and I, I guess that comes from the fact that they'd been everywhere, they'd seen everything, they talked about everything, um, mm-hmm. and just to have these little games just gave them some little bit of, you know, something interesting. Yeah. But also saying that before, um, speaking of like their um, uh, mortality, um. Even before it's addressed by <coughs> Quinn in Voyager, what about when um, Amanda Rogers' uh, two Q parents, who she didn't know were yes. Q, yeah, they, they were, they were, they were um, killed, weren't they? Yeah, in they were, yeah. By, a, by a tornado that just happened. Well, it might not have been Kansas, but by a tornado. It was Kansas. It was. It was. I was thinking Kansas. I might have been flipping into Wizard of Oz there for a second. Uh, and I guess, yeah, they, they'd said that. Um, that a death in the continuum would, would cause disruption, and that was, you know, when they were talking about Quinn, but then Q does say in there that um, they have they have occasionally executed other Q, and that was because um, whatever they were doing caused the disruption, and their deaths ended it. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's quite unusual for them to, you know, it was, it was a, a big step for them to, uh, to actually kill Amanda's parents. I tell you what, I... I absolutely, uh, I absolutely loved the episode True Q with Amanda Rogers. Oh, that was a good one. 
when she killed that whole planet. Yeah, because yeah. the thing was, uh, obviously she had been raised by humans. Yeah. So she had known nothing but being human. So it, I suppose in a way she... Uh, <coughs> actually, saying that, if we find out that um, they uh, that Amanda Rogers has been raised by humans, she's obviously got the human element, what were they even approaching Riker for in the first place? Yeah, that's a really good point. Wouldn't they have just got a Mandarin and just gone, hey, not, you're a Q, come on, uh, and like, teach us about them. Riker did an appalling job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah, actually, that, I never even thought about that until that, uh, until just then. And I've got something I might answer another question that we were talking about recently mm-hmm. um, regarding Trelane. Yeah. And apparently, yes. you, John Delancey drew parallels between Q and the character Trelane, um, believing that Gene Roddenberry explored his sort of storehouse of effective creations in writing Next Generation and found out that it would work really well in Next Generation. And in the novel Q Squared, Trelane was actually described as a child member of the Q continuum. Yes, I... I, I read that as well, but of course um, there wasn't actually a child born in the continuum until the 24th century when um, when Q and, and the female Q when they produced their child. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Trelane could have been that child because... They just touched fingers, didn't they? Like, oh, yeah. That's a very good point. I love that. Well done, Mark. Yeah, Trelane could have been, been that child. He could, because but, although, although he was born... Oh, in the 24th century. century, they can travel through time, so it could yeah. well yeah. easily have been you know, he could have been a, a very young child, and then at the end of that episode, the Squire of Gothos, the, the aliens turned up and saying, "Come along now, Tulane. You know, it, it's time to come in." And oh, um, they and need they need to bloody get John Delancey to voice over that last bit and dub it over <coughs> at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, yeah, no, that's a very good point because uh, obviously the books aren't canon, no. uh, but um, Tulane really did. Um, like show all of the characteristics. Yeah, he was enormously powerful, and he loved to play games, didn't he? And yeah. had the costumes and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really did. And uh, as you even said, uh, Mark, uh, even though like his power seems to come from like some form of like really advanced technology, who's to say that that's not what the Q gets uh, their powers from? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like I said, they you know their te- technology is just so advanced that it would seem, you know, to be magic to us, um, or they would seem to have godlike powers. You know, uh, if someone, you know, if a Stone Age person, you know, came to the 21st century now, mm-hmm. our technology would seem just as magic to them. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, exactly. And, um, but still, I, I think the reason why I loved uh, Amanda Rogers' uh, like version of a cue so much as well is... She didn't always do the clip. She done the a little twiddly finger like uh, was it Bewitched? Yeah, uh, old uh, US TV show. Uh, yeah, Bewitched. She uh, twiddled her nose. Oh yes, of course she did. But, no, but I think her mother, her mother actually done the thing with the fingers because her uh, old face couldn't do the old nose. <laughs> <laughs> but still, but also that was uh, one of the first episodes that I had on VHS as well, so I probably <laughs> I bought that when I was about six or seven, so uh, I ended up watching that so many times, that episode. Yeah, yeah it's, a good, it's a good episode, that, yeah. 
Yeah, along with schisms. And uh, uh, I, I think that's why I'm not that scared of things. <laughs> After coping with schisms for so long in my childhood. <laughs> oh, dear. But still, um, I, what did you think of the whole premise of uh, Quinn? Uh, Mark, with I, I thought I, I really that, that is um, one of my favourite episodes of Voyager, and I, I just really like the concept. Um, you know, not all the crew are alike, um, and I think Guinan said, you know, some are almost respectable, and it, you, you, this is the first time we 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 get into any sort of depth in any of the other Q's characters. We've seen one or two of them before. I think in Deja Q, as this other Q turns up. Yeah. Um, but Quinn was a really interesting character. He, he was acted very well, and um, you know he, he wasn't as mischievous. He was just a a, re, a really interesting character. Um, I really, had... really enjoyed that episode. I want to know what Guinan and uh, Q had going on because there was something there, wasn't she? Sort of put her hands up that time and just to say, "Come on, then, try it." Yes. Yeah, yes. so I want to know. I would have liked to have known what they were sort of planning there. It's like they they were sort of setting up something maybe in the future, but never sort of did. Yeah. Well, they've had some dealings before, hadn't they? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Well, listening to another podcast recently, that they, they uh, someone actually said that uh, <laughs> it had been suggested that at that point uh, the writers didn't know whether they uh, whether they wanted to uh, develop Guinan as uh, like a more Q-like sort of character than ah. like, uh, than just a normal Elorian. But they yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And in, that, a, and in that episode, Q says, um, oh, you wouldn't be careful, she's not what she seems. Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess, yeah, they were, they were just putting that little bit of mystery on so they could maybe have something to develop in Guinan's character later, which which they never did. Um, but no. That's, that's no great shape. I, I really enjoyed the way um, Whoopi Goldberg... Uh, Played Guinan. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, because they did just like veer off and never really go back to it, and that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. No, not at all. But uh, what I really loved about uh, Quinn was just the whole premise of um, someone who had tired of living forever. Yes. Yeah, and they go to the continuum and and they see. Um, what it's like to little body. So every, everything we're trying to a- attribute to a Q doesn't apply because they're so different from us. But I would say they don't age in terms of um, physicality. But hmm. I guess that, I guess that Q was born just had no no knowledge, no experience of anything. They 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 grow old in terms of wisdom and what they learn. So he would be born with all of the powers. He just wouldn't know anything. I guess does that make sense? It, it does in a oh my god it's going to hurt my head yeah. <laughs> because the thing is it, it's a question of like without time um, how do you learn things and retain things in the sense of if you're born and you're going to learn things in the future but you're not linear then you already know them when you're born oh shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just burst a blood vessel thinking about that. <laughs> what was the other thing we were talking about where we were like, oh my god, that's just not, that's doing my, was it transporting? It was transporting yeah. and whether you uh, are, are actually the, the same, same person, person when yeah. you turn up on the other end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, transporting I, as, a, as a technology is, um, is 
well, pretty much impossible, but never mind. To be honest, uh, I, even if it was, I think I'd be up there with uh, uh, McCoy. Dr. McCoy. I'd be like, don't worry, <laughs> I'll walk. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, I'll take the shuttlecraft, yeah. If there's some <laughs> yeah, reason you want my atoms scattered across space, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, and I t- the thing is, though, wouldn't that be handy if you really didn't get on with someone? It's like, no, you really like someone, right? But there, there was just something about them that really, like, just rated you the wrong way. Like how someone can sometimes um, uh, forget to uh, update the remembering the future pictures, and then, <laughs> and then you just, uh, like, just tweak that little bit of their brain as they're transporting. Well, that's just mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only pandering to Cena. She said that she enjoys our banter. If anybody wants to send mine hate mail, I'll read it out on air, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Still, I I think after that bombshell, it's time for this. And now it's time for Name That Trek, the weekly quiz where you have to guess a character from the following audio clip. Fascinating. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Name That Trek. That's saying this is the uh, long-awaited announcement of the uh, winner of uh, this season one. Uh, season one of Name That Trek. Hooray! Now, that was meant to be a party, but it didn't sound very good. It sounded more like a car horn. No, I'm not good at it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think we'll just uh, go with. Uh, Yay! Yeah, so, uh, but still. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, what I uh, do want to first of all say is. Uh, sorry to all of you Klingon lovers out there. Uh, the the uh, Klingon masterclass has been uh, put on uh, the side burner for this week, as uh, since uh, because we've got a lot going on in Name That Trek this week. I uh, I promised you a special for the uh, announcement, and also uh, we also uh, have got a, a special trek off this week as well. So uh, Klingon masterclass will be back as normal next week. I thought you said a couple of seconds ago, bugger, I've forgotten to get a Klingon Masterclass together. Paul! It's alright, you can uh, cut that bit out. <laughs> You're not meant to give away the secrets. <laughs> made me cough now. I'm sorry about the coughing through the episode as well. I've got it, well, obviously a cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, um... Actually, uh, what we're going to do is, I think we should build up the suspense. Yes. I'm going to announce now uh, the uh, run, uh, the uh, top five, and I'm going to give you number four, uh, five and four, and then we're going to play a little game, and then we'll announce number three, play another little game, and then announce the winner, I think. So... Well, number- Yes, yes, yes. Number one is it. I can't announce number two and then be like, yes, there's only one other person. Yes. <laughs> fair point, fair point. In front, so... I haven't done this sort of thing many times, so... So, and then I, before we announce number one and two, I'll then give the answers uh, for the episode number 10's Name That Trek. 
brilliant. Because uh, otherwise, the people who entered will know how many points they've got. So uh, we don't want to give it away too much. No, no, no. So the final standings for season one of Name That Trek. In uh, fifth place was Kathy J. Yay! In fourth place was Cena Alvarado. Well done, Queen Cat Blue. Uh, And now, uh, as promised, we're we're going to have... We was going to have Paul versus Wayne name that track, but we've made it a three-way. It's going to be a Paul, Wayne, and Mark name that track. You've always... Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) So... I tell you what, let's kick it off with you, Paul. Okay. Let's uh, give you a listen, uh, your first listen, to your clip. Okay. Magnify the section and enhance. Scotch. Neat. She talks a lot for a female. Of the unknown. Let's go. Oh, I've got a couple of them. I've got a couple of them. <laughs> I've got a couple of them. I think. I think. I think. Well, I'll tell you what, Paul. It's only fair that we give you a second play. Yes. So, yes. Let's go. Okay. Magnify the section and enhance. Scotch. Neat. She talks a lot for a female. Of the unknown. Let's go. Right. I think I might have three. I don't know what the first one is. I, I recognise it. I just can't get my head around it. I, I, oh, I, 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 I know. But the ones I think I've got, in no particular order, one of them's Scotty. Yes. One of them's Nog. Yes. Is one of them Seska? No. Bugger. Um, and the others, I... I, I, well, I, I Seeing as there's five characters, Paul, you've only guessed three... Did you want to try two names that you thought might have been in there? Oh, I just... Oh, what The first one is driving me mental. Oh, uh, so... Um, so I've got Scotty. I've got Nog. Yeah. It's, it's, so. the, it's the of the unknown. Uh... I don't know. I just don't know. To be honest, you'll be kicking yourself. I probably will. I thought it was, it's not Garrick, is it? No, that's number four, guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poo. Did you want to throw another name in there? Yeah, hang on. Hang on. Let's just... Let me have a ponder. Oh, dear. So, what do you reckon, Paul? No, I don't know. You don't want to take a punt? Uh... Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I don't know. No? No. Okay, then the answers in this order was Lursa. Oh. From Generations. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I'm kicking myself. Scotty, which you got. Nog, which you got. Yeah, I got that easy. The fourth answer, which you was really fighting with, was Quinn. The other Q. Oh, we've just been talking about. We just talked about it as well. Yeah, exactly. And the final one was Hushi. Oh, <laughs> oh bloody course. Oh, 
buggerations. <laughs> Still, two isn't bad. That would have been two points. Shut up. No, no. <laughs> but we always tell our listeners this. Yeah, but we know it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling sorry for myself. Ooh, okay. Leave, leave me alone. <laughs> That whilst Paul uh, cleans his wounds, yes, and uh, that's two points for Paul there. Yeah, what do I go first? <laughs> I think it's time for Mark's turn. Yeah. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> so, okay. Let, let's let's go for it then. Here's your first listen. The Vedic. I cannot change. What's the difference? You're such a big deal. Oh, okay. Um, How was that? <laughs> I think I might know a couple. Um, as long as you don't get any more than two, then well done. <laughs> um, okay, could, yeah. I think I might know a few of them, but uh, yeah. Can we have another another play? Yeah, let's let's have one more. The Vedic. It's such a big deal. Oh, oh dear. Um, I think that second play might have helped. Um, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go for it. Um, yeah. You sounded, to be honest, that sounded more confident than what uh, Paul was. Yeah, out, that, so. that, that last one was really quiet. So it's yeah, okay. Right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go for it. Uh, Kai Win. Well done. Uh, Doctor Pulaski. Well done. Q. No. 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 That fourth one was not Q. Uh, it wasn't Q. No. Ah, oh, bloody hell! I was sure that was Q. Um, the Guardian of Forever. Well done. And Harry Kim. Well done, Mark. Yay. What was that fourth one? <laughs> if that wasn't Q, who was that? I was sure of that. It was Trip Tucker. Really? It was. It was in the it sounded scene. Sounded so much like Q. Yeah, no, it was in the scene where him and uh, uh, him and Topol are getting a bit uh, uh, intimate. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Wow. So I'm uh, I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised I did as well as that, to be honest, because some of those were quite tricky. Oh dear, so yeah, no, no, I'm very impressed, Mark, very impressed, well yeah. done. That's uh, that's a, yeah, that's a, a, a relief, that's a weight off my mind, I've been panicking about that all day. <laughs> and, and to be honest, considering how badly you've been panicking, and uh, uh, you've been a, a bit nervous about the trek-off, I'm, I'm not thinking our chances are that good in the trek-off either. No, well, no, the, I'm... Uh, um, the, the trek-off, just, I don't know, uh, <coughs> for the benefit, it was actually my idea to do the... Um, the three-way trek off because you know I never get to play this anymore. I never I used to love playing trek trivia. And I, I never get to play it anymore. So I said to Wayne, "Why why don't I ever go and you can throw me some questions?" And um, I've been a little bit nervous ever since I sent that email. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm sure you'll do just as fine. But to be honest, four points is a bloody good score. Yay. And that could have been, if you'd been scoring that many each week, Mark, you could have uh, you could been have right up the DVD there. box set. That's it. Oh dear. Okay. So, uh, I suppose after uh, you, you and Mark have uh, both had a go, it's only fair to announce who came in third. 
Yes. Yeah, so congratulations to Hannah Vestal. Well done, Hannah. Well, well done. done. Yay! Yeah, very very big congratulations for you. Uh, and uh, let's continue. Let's continue. Now. Your go. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm very nervous. I'm the one that always puts these bloody things together normally. <laughs> <laughs> so, <coughs> we always say how easy it is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, then. Okay. Well, let's have a listen. Too much mistaken. You're right. Gotcha! Attention. By tomorrow night. Oh, bloody hell, Paul. Sorry, I thought they were quite... Well, <laughs> how are they, then? Okay, a couple of them I've got. What? I know I've got at least two. Oh. That's so, going to leave me on the bottom. Well, not necessarily. I might only get two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just so everyone knows, <coughs> I put together Paul and Mark's uh, quizzes. And, uh, and I put together Wayne's. Yeah, so... Okay, so I've only got Paul to blame. Let's have a second listen. Too much mistaken. You're right. Gotcha! Attention. By tomorrow night. Right, how was that? Paul, you're a git. Yes, yes I am. Okay, oh. Because the thing is, I know one of them's Jeffrey Coombs. Yeah. But what bloody character? Well, you know, you're going to have to try and extrapolate that one for yourself. I didn't actually think of that when I put it together. It just happened to be a happy coincidence. Okay. (laughs) That's the thing. He wasn't trying to trip me up on purpose. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Okay, here's my answers. Okay. First answer I know definitely is Soren. Yep, it was. Okay. Uh, The next one I definitely know. Yep. Is Guinan. Yes, it is. Okay. I tried to put a couple in there that you the might... Thir- the third one, I'm fairly sure, is Grand Naker's set. Oh, bloody hell. Yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be a really out-of-the-way one there. Okay. This one, I'm not sure about what so bloody ever. Okay, that's what I like to hear. I'm. I, I, I don't even know who to guess. <laughs> um, You've already guessed one, one, one more right than I wanted to. So. Okay. I'm going to take a guess at Esri Dallas. <coughs> no! Ooh. No! Yes! I mean, no, no for you, but yes for me. No. It, <laughs> it was. Do you want the answer? Yes. It please. was, in fact, Sela. Ah. Uh. Uh, 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 okay, uh, now Jeffrey Coombs. Jeffrey Coombs. Okay, I don't think it's Brunt. Right. I don't think it's Brunt. Okay. Is it Shran or is it Wayun? That's what I'm asking you. I tell you what, just for logic's sake, right? Yep. Just for logic's sake. You watched far more DS9 than you did Enterprise. Ah, so I might be playing the reverse card on you here. 
considering we did review the episode recently. Okay, and I know for a fact that you always try and confuse me by making out that I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to say Deep Space Nine, and I'm going to say Wayun. I'll butter it. <laughs> <laughs> did I get it right then, Paul? Shut up. <laughs> yes! What's that? Is that four? That's four. That's four. That's a, oh. that's a, that's a draw, then. That's a... Oh, oh, congratulations, Mark! Your yeah, my my hats off to you. That was uh, that was uh, that was quite a tricky one. Well done. Well, I I had to show that you know I I had to sort of take one for the team. So I I, I willingly backed down. Short <laughs> <laughs> <all> crap. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll beat you in the in the trek off. Oh, you can only hope. Yeah, that's all I can do. <laughs> Well, well done. Very well done. Oh, no, thank you very much. Both of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. That was, uh, yeah, not quite as painful as, uh, <laughs> as I thought. Well, not, maybe not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, big pats on the back for both me and Mark, I think. Yeah, well, well done for us. Yeah. Oh, dear, congratulations. And uh, on that glorious victory from myself and Mark in your face, Paul. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out who comes on top in the three-way trek-off. That's really bad choice of words. <laughs> oh, actually, before that, <laughs> we better announce who's won. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, let, 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 let's, not, uh, let's not keep them uh, in suspense any longer. <laughs> oh, dear, that's the thing. They've been waiting two weeks, so... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who is... Well, I suppose we better first of all uh, give the answers for episode 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. It's the whole experience. The game's afoot, huh? We're only about eight minutes from the Romulan border. It's coming to an end. So, Paul, would you like to do the honour? Oh, I'd be very happy to. The, uh, the first one was none other than Lita. It was the lovely Lita. Oh, I'd love to play Wonga with her. <laughs> Not Twister. No, anything. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Troy. Councillor Troy discussing chocolate. Yeah. The next one was Chang from the movie. Now, this one... I was screaming at when I, I knew who it was, but I couldn't quite get there. But I got mm-hmm. it in the end. It's EMH Mark II from the Prometheus. Yes. And the final one was Daniels from, from Enterprise. Enterprise. Mr. Future Man himself. Yes. Yes. So uh, well done to all those who, who entered. Yeah. Um, but even more of a well done to uh, to the person who came second in the in the in the final runnings. I, should, I suppose we should say yes. And uh, second place goes to Evil Vulcan Chick. Well done, oh, yeah, well done. Yeah, very well done. Uh, big congratulations to your second places. Uh, not a uh, small feat. No, not at all. Definitely in this game. And an even bigger congratulations to our season one winner of Trekmates. Of uh, Trekmates, name that Trek. Yes, is Robert Bell. Well done, Robert. Hey, well done. Very well done, Robert. So Robert Bell is going to get the choice of uh, his choice of Star Trek DVD box set. 
like from any season. So, Robert, if you uh, drop us a line and let us know what you would like, we'll sort that out for you. So, very big congratulations, yes. Robert. Hey. Oh, dear. And uh, uh, after my uh, almost slipping up and forgetting the winner, now it's time for this. Time for the trek off. Yes, now it's the time for the freeway name that track. My favourite bit of the show. And uh, as always, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know that we at Trekmate love to play games. Oh, we do. So if you like us, like to uh, delve into a bit of trivia, head on over to Twitter and follow at Trek Trivia, the only place that you can get a weekly quiz and uh, join in. It's past his fingers first, and it's chaotic and mayhem, and it will boggle your mind at times. And we only have Mark to thank for that. <laughs> so I do uh, try. I do try to boggle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it. The track off, powered by At Trek Trivia. So since uh, this is your first track off, Mark. Yep. How would you like the order to go? Who would you like to go first, yourself, uh, uh, Paul, or uh, or myself? Um, go on, I'll go first, just to see what I'm up against. Go on, okay, go yeah. on. And then since Paul won last week, he can go second. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Now it's, it's, I'm, I'm... we're not claiming to be quizmaster geniuses, so but me and Paul had a little bit of a brainstorm earlier and came up with three questions for you. Yes. Okay. So I'll ask you the first one. Then wait. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then depending on whose question wins, you we can uh, go from there. So, um, right. Let's have a look here. So, right. How many hosts have Dax had? Oh, sorry. How many hosts? Did have Dax had as of twenty three seventy five? Was it six? Ooh. Oh no 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 multiple answers. No multiple answers. No multiple answers. No no no. Oh. Um. Uh, um. And you've got to know the years as well. And the years are um twenty three seventy five. So yeah. that would probably be oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if that includes. Uh, if that includes Esri, or if it's just up to Jadzia. Um, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> I found one that... Um, we probably get it right now, then. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just trying to... I, I know the names of some of them. Um... But I don't know the names of all of them. There's Jadzia, there was Esri, there was Curzon, uh, there was Emony. And Ivory. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <clears throat> it's not nice being on the receiving it's end, is it, Mark? <laughs> it's not. Um, I'm going to start my own quiz side. <laughs> With one question. 
Tobin was another. I'm just racking my brains. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's guessing the year as well, because I don't know if 2375 includes, if if that's when Jadzia died, or if it's when <coughs> Esri came in. Uh, Maybe we should start him with the easy ones. <laughs> no. No, 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 I'm no, gonna, no sympathy. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I've just got to guess if because uh, I've got no idea about years because they don't. Other than Enterprise, they they mention style dates and they don't really talk about years much, do they? So no. You, you, I'm gonna go. I should know this as well. Uh, I do have some sympathy now. <laughs> the thing, you do this on Twitter, you've got to be in really quick. So I, I'd, I'd have lost this question by now. Um, there's definitely more than six. Well done, Paul. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone six, five, or four. <laughs> you could have done, but it must be more than... It's more than six. Um... Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for nine. Oh, he lives up to his reputation. Is that right? Well done, Mark. Oh, Jesus! <coughs> that, that was a that, that was a hard <laughs> question. Well Bloody hell! Yeah, we thought you had, we had you there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was stop, a guess. Stop rustling about getting your harder questions out. That was, <laughs> a, that, that was a that was a lucky guess. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Oh, this does not hold good for us. No. <laughs> well, these questions had already been arranged uh, beforehand. So okay. Yeah. Um, right. Do you want me to ask the next question then? Fire away. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. This one is for you, Paul. Okay. Okay. Who said that's one planet that never showed up on the multiple choice exam? what? Who said that's one planet that never showed up on the multiple choice exam? Oh, I've got a bloody clue. I recognise that. I don't. Um, that question must have been for you, Wayne. Um... Although I don't recognise, I don't know. something's making me want to say Harry Kim, but I haven't got a clue. I really haven't the foggiest. That's the same. Because it's been anyone really. Yeah, but it's because he's sort of fresh out of. The, I'm going to go with Harry Kim, but it is a. It was a flaw, It's a. It's a total stab in the dark. Really is, and I, I'm really don't know. But uh, good luck, Paul. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I will go with Harry Kim. It was Tom Paris. Oh, it was so, so close. close. It's pretty close, though. That's pretty good. It's, oh. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's the <laughs> Define the... Uh, and I can't remember the name of the episode now. The, the planet that... Um, it spins really quickly and, and time moves really quickly there. Oh, the planet that looks like a donut? Yes. No, it, it's all yeah. squashed, yeah. 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 Because yeah. uh, oh. uh, that's where uh, they... I uh, like, think Voyager's been above them for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah, they're 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 stars, yes. they? yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so that was an evil question, wasn't it? Oh dear. Uh, yes, still. I, 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 I don't feel so guilty now, having just had that. Um, that you got yours right. 
I can't believe how close I was, though. No, yeah, that, 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 that was a good guess. That is bloody close. Right, if you get this one in more than, in sort of less than five seconds, I'm going to throw something at you. Okay. Okay. No, I, I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. No. Oh, dear. Okay, go for it, Mark. Okay. What profession does Tom Paris hold in the future? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, oh, okay, he's bound to be some sort of professor or something. Well, but saying that, he was a never really... He was never, that's the thing. Obviously, coming home from... I can't remember, to be honest. Coming home from so far away... Uh, he surely is going to be given like some sort of big job, but I I can't see him being a professor though. <coughs> I can't see him being a, fr- a professor. I can't actually remember. Um, <sighs> he always loved. Okay, there was a couple of things that he loved. He always loved the the Delta Flyer. (laughs) Okay, as well as the Delaney system. (laughs) He loved, like, racing stuff, like the Delta Flyer, and he loved the holodeck. I'm going to guess that he... I tell you what, I think he loved the Delta Flyer more. I'm going to take a punt that he was some form of uh, like special engineer for like uh, not that I'm articulating this very well but some sort of like engineer for super fast ships yeah take that as my answer Mark you're going to go for that yeah, yeah. you should have stuck with the other one he was a hollow novel author <laughs> oh no, at the end of the voyage and he's, in the, he's <laughs> in the future and he meets up with a doctor and uh, yeah he's a hollow novel author oh. that was his other love wasn't it the holodeck yeah, yeah, of course it was. Bloody hell. Oh, this is not going very well. Well, that's one to Mark, none to us. Okay, and Mark, what okay. is easy question to come? Yeah, the easy question. You'll answer that in less than five seconds, I reckon. Oh. Shall I give him that one now? Or yeah, right. go, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I reckon less than five seconds. Okay, okay. get your, get your stopwatch ready. It's ready. Okay, what was Beverly Crusher named by her, nicknamed by her colleagues? <laughs> the Dancing Doctor. Well done, Paul. 1.7 seconds. <laughs> Friggin' hell. Well, you didn't have to read it, did you? You could have thought one yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was too busy, like, putting things together, wasn't I? <laughs> okay, 2 nil. <laughs> okay, then, Paul's question. Right, okay. Rethinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's probably going to get that in. Yeah. That's the thing. If if you get the third one, that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. if okay. I, I can't go. Right, okay, your second question then, Paul. Who said, "Don't lecture me, sir. I invented physics." Oh, 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 oh no. Um, it was um. Uh, it was on the Holodeck, wasn't it not? In one of the data episodes. Yeah, um, Isaac Newton, Einstein, and uh, and um, Stephen Hawking, I think. Am I thinking of the right episode? Which one of the three am I going to choose? I honestly don't Physics know. Physics was Einstein, was it? 
Would physics have been like the guy who had the apple drop on his head? No, that was Newton. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, physics. Einstein was relativity. I, oh, yeah. Christ, I don't know. Um, I don't even know if I'm on the right track. Uh, what was the question again? Who said, don't lecture me, sir, I invented physics. I think it was Newton. I'm going to go with Isaac Newton on the holodeck on that data episode. So Isaac Newton is correct. Yes! Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool... Uh, that's in... Uh, is it in Descent in that episode? I can't quite Yeah, I think it is. It is, and um, that's... Uh, it was... Of course, it was, uh, it was really... It was Stephen Hawking playing himself yeah. in that episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well done. You okay. So Stephen Hawking was the only person to have ever played himself. In I, I, I think that's probably right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he was. Uh, um, okay. You ready for your second question, Wayne? As uh, I'll ever be, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a bit of a tricky one. This might be a bit of a tricky one, but okay. In a possible future, what position did Data hold at Cambridge? Oh, I've just watched... Okay, I have just watched All Good Things after discussing it last week. Mm. He... He was a professor. I was going to say, you answered this in your last question. Yeah, (laughs) he was definitely a professor. He was like a professor of maths or something. I can't remember what it was. Got a feeling you're gonna have to name the exact. Thing. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because it was. It's literally only two days since I've watched it. I'm pretty Will sure. You it's now like... just put yourself on a pedestal. <laughs> you watched it two days ago. What's the answer? I'm gonna. I've watched this episode enough times. I'm pretty sure he's a professor of maths. Yeah, maths. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, professor of maths. I'll. It's not the full title. Oh. Mathematics, but I will, I will, I will accept it because I don't think it's ever specifically said in the episode. You need to know a little bit generally about the position. He is the, the position itself is called the Lucasian Professor of Mathematics. It's the position that Sir Isaac Newton held, and it's the position that um, Stephen Hawking currently holds at Cambridge. Hmm. Um, but I will, I'll, I'll allow that with Professor of Mathematics because the Lucasian bit you'd have to know specifically. So well done. Oh, well thank done. you. You got that one. I would never have got Lucasian though. So I'm glad. No, I, I don't think it was ever actually mentioned in the episode. So, um, but the people on Twitter got this one when I asked it. So, <coughs> oh, which, I I, which like, I was, which I was quite surprised at. They're all smart asses on there. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mark. Your okay. question for the win. Right for the win. Yeah. Name the Enterprise... Wayne gave you this question, by the way. Name the Enterprise crew member that helps Khan in the original series episode Space Seed. Oh. Uh, oh, He's yeah. Seconds. <laughs> that was longer than your second question. Yeah. And... And probably going to be shorter than your first. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you talked about this, not... Not so many episodes ago as well. Oh, like the hell? three or three or four three. or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, she was his wife later on, of course. 
Yeah. Uh, or you assume she's his wife. Well, I'm she sure she's the Enterprise, yes. doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, um... See, that's a nice sound. Yeah, so soak, soak that in, Paul. Soak uh, that in. That's I mean, I mean the, the, the sound of distress. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant. Uh oh, he's starting. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lieutenant. That's that's. Uh, what the hell was her name? It's. Ah, uh, it's not something. It's not something obvious. It's not a really common. Oh, bloody hell. Well, fuck me. I thought the last one was going to be the hard one, and this one was going to be the easy one. I'll tell you what. I, I'll, I'll give you a clue. No, you won't. You know, and you'll shut up. <laughs> He's got two. You've only got one. <laughs> I've only got one. <laughs> be quiet. Yeah, I can, I can, I can picture her face as well. I know her face. What the hell was her name? And of course, she was only ever in. I'm pretty sure she wasn't in any other episode, so she's just one of those random yeah. people as well. Exactly. And it, her, her entire position on the Enterprise baffled me. Yeah. Yes, she was a historian. Why the hell would they have a historian on a starship? Um. Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Oh, 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 it's, um... Oh, dear. I'm afraid your time is up. <laughs> no, no. Hey, after the length of time you had last week on the Tasha Yar question, <laughs> you had about ten bloody minutes on that. <laughs> um, no, I, I, it's, it's, it's um, Lieutenant MacGyver's or something like that. Um, I'm going to go with, with MacGyver's. Have you got a first name? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, no, I must. <laughs> um, no, no, no. No, I, I don't know the first name. No, we, I, I'll probably know it when you say I'll say, oh, yeah, but no, I'm going to go with MacGyver's. We'll gladly give you Lieutenant Maria MacGyver's. Me. Well done, Mark. Bloody hell. I thought I bloody had him there. It's a lie. <laughs> yeah. I've got a question left, or am I done? I no, thought no, we've got a question left, so it is fighting it out for second place. Oh, so we're having to set... Right, right. So, I'm so happy for second place. I forgot we had a second place now. I just knew that there was first and last. Oh, congratulations, Mark. Yeah, well done. <sighs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> right, uh, it's you, Paul, isn't it? Yes. Right, okay. You ready? If I can get it in under five seconds, I'll be happy to take second. I'm ready. Name the whales. I know this one! Oh my god, they're there, it's there. Uh, Gracie, one, was uh, and, and, oh, 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 piss! Um, no, it was not piss. It was not piss. Gracie was pregnant, I think. Oh, what was the other one's name? I don't even know if that's the first one's name. Oh, oh, um, 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 can you let me know if it was Gracie? No. No. 
It's a, two, it's a two-part question. Uh, you, you've got to get both, I'm afraid. Sorry. Uh, it it, no, it helps you, Paul. I can, uh, I can give you a clue in a second. Chewy and Gracie. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it for ages, but I love this film. Yeah, it is a great it's, a, it's a good film. Yeah, it is a good movie. Voyage Home. Yeah, yeah. Pity they followed it up with number five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we talked enough about that uh, the other week, didn't we? Yeah. Oh no. I'm enjoying this. Oh, sodded dog. Because you know, if I don't get this right, you don't get yours right, we need a tie break for a second. No, we're not. Uh, Mark's one. No. <laughs> right. Um, it's not Will and Gracie. <laughs> no, it's not named after an awful <laughs> program. Um, oh. Um, right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, let me just have a last little thing. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I can't. Uh, You're gonna kick yourself. I know. Uh, that's the thing. <laughs> don't be surprised if you suddenly read Paul found hanged. <laughs> yeah. Go on then. <laughs> what was it? You know this one, Oh, I saw a flash of it just then. It was like like a couple of seconds in the future, I could just hear you saying the names. It was... Blimey, now he's gone all Mr. Woof on us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Oh, no, no, it's gone again. (laughs) Didn't last long. Go on, Wayne, Wayne. you know this one, put him out of his misery. Oh, that was it. George and Gracie. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you were so close. You, you got the first one straight away. Yeah, but we couldn't ken him, otherwise that would have fucking narrowed it only down to G's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have just known that one was Gracie. I didn't know they were both had the same bloody initials. Stupid bloody whales. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's go. Okay. Okay. It's For dignity's sake. Right. So, this better be a bastard of a question. <laughs> I hope it's, it's well we'll see you ready Wayne yeah how many lights did Picard see there are ah! four lights sorry there are four lights there are four lights well done <laughs> I would like to add something to this I would like to add something to this at the end of that episode Picard is in the, in the ready room speaking to Deanna about it and he said the funny thing was, though, I could actually see five lights. So he, says, he says for a moment, I think he says for a moment, he could almost see five lights. He was almost ready to, yeah. to give in. Yeah. Well done, well done. I'll take well seven lights. Oh, that was exciting. You can that see that, of, uh... that little violin of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's not happy. No. He's going Actually, I, think, I think probably overall, Paul, I think you're probably... The worst. Still, probably no. Probably still just about in the lead. I've, I've sort of, I haven't, I haven't kept exact score, but just from listening to the episodes, um, would right. you say Rainey's probably just I, in the lead ahead of even you? Even if I am just I, in the lead, I've had an appalling episode today. I, th- I think Paul is. I, I think you are at least two in the lead. No, 
But I, I would like, uh, saying that, I'll tell you what, for next episode, I'll go back and have a listen, because I only need to listen to the first, last couple of seconds, yeah. just to say who says goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and know who's what. <laughs> exactly. Oh dear. And on that note, Mark. And that's Trekmate. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character?
Hudson's Law, Stardate 3541.9.